the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Jesse Gastan. He's the host of Way of Grace, a pastor and a community leader. He's a teacher and an inspiration. He's Lifeline's own Jesse Gastan. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's good to have you on this Monday edition of Lifeline, January 21st, 2021. I first want to say a happy belated Father's Day to all of you dads out there who shared the privileged celebration of Father's Day with many of us on Sunday. I hope it was done in worship. I hope it was done in reverence. I hope it was done celebratorily. Hope also that you had um, some fond memories with your kids uh, in uh, celebrating who you are as men and what you are as fathers. Uh, just such a big, big issue in our in our world, theologically and then socially as well. As you know, so I'm always uh, I am always thankful to God to be able to hold up the banner of a biblical worldview and to promote what we know across the world is the only way that our society can stay together, and that is to walk in a reality according to God as to what constitutes truth, what constitutes reality, how this world works, and uh, to, to recognize that he made them male and female. That is distinctly male, masculine, female, distinctly female, feminine, in his image, equally distinct as persons designed to be, complementarily in their relationships so that in their unique giftings, they can correspondingly work out the will of God in this world to his glory and advancing his uh, communicable attributes all across this globe, his attributes of holiness, his attributes of righteousness, his attributes of long suffering, his attributes of justice, his attributes of mercy, his attributes of goodness. These are communicable attributes that are given to humanity and they are to be prominently manifested in those who are called his spiritual children. Now, all are God's children in the sense that he is the creator. He is called the father of spirits. But not all are God's children in the spiritual sense. That requires knowing the father through the son by the empowerment of the Holy Spirit that begets in us through the word of truth, a new life so that we are literally born again, born again into the family of God, literally, not just symbolically, not just metaphorically, but truly born again is called regeneration as a doctrinal truth. It means truly being born again from the inner man where the incorruptible seed of the gospel plants itself in our heart through the preaching and the spirit of God does the same kind of mystery that he did when Jesus Christ assumed a human body so that he became the word made flesh dwelling among us. We then begin, we then become also sons of God 
through Jesus Christ and that by faith through grace. And we get to now bear the banner of divine truth as a son of God in this world. And I'm always excited. Last month, as is our history in America, I hope it never changes. We celebrated Mother's Day and we do it enthusiastically. We do it with sincere reverence. We do it because we understand the importance of women and the importance of motherhood and the importance of sisters. By the way, you sisters, it is on this Saturday at Grace Bible Church. We will be having our Daughters of Grace Health Fair. We talked about it last week. We'll develop that a little bit more today because we we just recognize the importance. You know, some of you did come out, and quite quite a number of you actually came out to our mental health forum uh, about a month and a half ago, and uh, it was absolutely insightful and uh, and important to know the challenges that women face relative to mental health. And the the panelists were able to talk about how important uh, eating and uh, taking care of your bodies is called self care. Uh, is to your mental health. And this is why we did not want to delay too long in having a um, a health fair. And the health fair that's going to take place this Saturday at Grace Bible Church is at 10 o'clock. Um, it's called Being Healthy for God's Glory, Being Healthy for God's Glory. And what that is designed to do is to call our attention to the theological importance of how to integrate who we are in Christ on a spiritual level with who we are in Christ physically. That is to say, you are not your own. You have been bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body, in your body and in your spirit, in your body and in your spirit, which are his. Uh, and, and and so it's time for us to keep growing. It's time for us to keep learning. And, and, and you know, the, the euphemism is you are what you eat. That's only partially true, but it's significantly true, given the culture we live in, where there are tons of bad practices when it comes to to uh, our eating and certainly our health. No, no one listening to me is ignorant of all of the data and information that comes across the uh, social media because there is big money in talking about how we need to eat well. But what we're going to be doing is we're not going to be sitting around talking about vegetables and fruits and carbohydrates and flavonoids and all that kind of stuff. We're not doing that. We're going to actually be talking about how we need to take care of our bodies and be sensitive to our bodies and aware of our bodies. And many of the um, uh, we can call them experts, uh, wellness advisors, wellness coaches, doctors and nurses. Uh, who um, really seek to help women overcome illness, recover from illness and um, restore their health and therefore restore their joy. Uh, will be talking to us with personal testimonies, with, with data and statistics about how to eat right, how to supplement properly, how to take care of your body, both in terms of what you eat, in terms of what you do, how to exercise well, how to how to how to make sure that you are incorporating a uh, a legitimate kinetic in your daily life. Your body is meant for you to move. That's the way God built it. That's why you got big old legs uh, and a heart that is able to pump blood to those legs so that you can get about the task of moving. It actually literally creates hell for you. I wasn't feeling so good this morning. I took a walk. It was just fabulous. It was a good, 
hour and a half walk in the vitamin D and it just absorbed into my system. And I was like, okay, okay, that's what we've got to keep doing. Uh, And so looking forward to uh, you guys coming out, um, joining us this Saturday, as many of you have already stated, ladies, you are welcome to bring your daughters. There will be uh, plenty of, of information. There will be booths as well with uh, different resources and information for you to take home. If you want to you know, jumpstart your, uh, your uh, health regimen again. Now, we all know that we have the bad habit of neglecting our bodies when we don't find ourselves in an emergency situation where having neglected our body for years now becomes an existential threat, a crisis that says if you don't pay attention now, the next time is going to be crucially, crucially compromising in terms of our health. And unfortunately, you know, we're such what the Bible calls us sinners that we don't really take seriously important priorities in our life, but the Bible does. The Bible nowhere, nowhere tells you to neglect your body. In fact, you just heard me quote uh, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are his. So it's time to keep growing, my dear sisters. So um, I'm going to pray that God wakes you up on Saturday morning with your mind on the Lord and your mind on uh, being with a, a bunch of women, old and young, ready to encourage you and guide you and walk you through and maybe even uh, provide for you the resources that you need to, um, to, to take the latter half of this year and begin to reinforce your immune system, uh, to reinforce your habits. Which, uh, if if you have a healthy spiritual habit, if you actually have a healthy spiritual immune system, the two need to correspond. If you are a vital worshiper, if you legitimately keep God at the center of your life and you understand that you are to uh, present your bodies. See, there it is again. I could just take you to a ton of verses as a living sacrifice unto the Lord. Well, you can't do that if your body is hurting and you know that's true, uh, which is a reasonable service unto the Lord. And then along with your body, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you might know what that good and perfect and acceptable will of God is. And when you and I are in the center of God's will, we can move in a forward direction with clarity of mind, uh, comfort, of purpose, correction of bad uh, values and bad ideas, and and correction. That's what we want to do, correct. Uh, And that's grace from God. And then therefore, um, optimism about the future. Boy, I could talk to you so much about about the uh, importance of an optimistic faith that is absolutely corollary to um, a, a proper, comprehensive, committed uh, uh, if you will, regiment of, of both physical and spiritual. It's the best life. Quite frankly, it is the best life coming up out of uh, a rehab. And I'm not done yet, but I am I, yeah, the other, well, other about a week ago, I walked all the way from my house to the church. It was really an interesting phenomenon because I hadn't done that. I don't even know when I did that before, but the walk was so easy and I was putting some strides into it. I, the walk was so easy that I thought, look at, look at how good God has been to me. 
Uh, and it was so healthy for me to do. I think I did it in like an hour and 50 minutes. I'm talking on the phone too. You know how some, how some people do. I'm doing uh, ministry on the phone while walking from here to the church. Uh, and, uh, and it was a joy. And I would love to see many of you walking, finding hills to walk, finding neighborhoods to walk, just walk. And uh, that way, there are so many things that will come to you by way of God's goodness in your life. And after the break, um, one of our sisters is going to call in uh, and be with us. She is a wellness advisor. And we're going to just kind of talk about the topics that we're going to be dealing with on uh, on Saturday. And we want the whole world uh, to, 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 to join us. You can do that. If you have a, if you have a concern or interest for more details, you can call the office at Grace Bible, Grace Bible Church in Hayward. You can get us at, um, at Grace Bible Church in Hayward and uh, we can, we can inform you as to what's going on. It's 10 o'clock on Saturday. I'll talk a little bit more about that. I'm going to take a break and then we come, come back. The number, if you want to start talking about stuff, and we're going to really be talking about stuff maybe after our second break, our third break, uh, is one 367 one Of course, you know I have a number of things I want to put out there to help you navigate what's going on in our world and how to do some sense-making of, of things that we hear. I'm glad to do it. I'm thankful to do it. I'm privileged to do it. Again, the number is one We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back. The time is um, 522 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. You are welcome to give us a call. 1-888-367-5329. Let me see here. Do we have Leslie on the line? Okay. Can you pull her up, sir? Thank you. Leslie, are you there? I am here, Pastor Jesse. Good evening. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing very well today. And yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I had a, I had a very uh, non-eventful day, nice walk, and uh, got some work done early and was, uh, was pretty happy about it. I, I try to balance my Mondays out with like only a semi-work work day, if that works out. Sometimes I have a bunch of things that will pop up and it just turns it into a regular day, which I don't particularly care for. But today was extremely, <laughs> extremely comfortable. How about yourself? Yeah, no, that sounds good. Same here. Yep. Worked uh, at my primary job and then uh, met some really good people, just really doing life uh, well out there in the outdoors. So that's good. It's always good to see people moving around. Absolutely. Uh, we are, we are, you know, quasi coming up out mm-hmm. of this sort of COVID uh, storm, mm-hmm. COVID oppression, COVID uh, containment, quasi, uh, and, and and we're all happy about it. And, and that 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 really actually is a a good situation for what I want to talk to you about. I already prime the audience; they know that we're talking about um, mm-hmm. uh, you know being healthy, getting healthy, staying healthy, recovering our health, uh, mm-hmm. our physical health in a mm-hmm. holistic way. Um, yes. And so they're they're eager to hear what we're going to be talking about on Saturday. So first of all, do me a favor. Um, tell me, mm-hmm. uh, tell tell us, uh, Leslie. Uh, P.A. DuBridge. Did I get that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, tell us, <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Did, did I get that correct? Because sometimes I'm nice to people when they get my last name wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You put a little accent there on my uh, 
maiden name, P.A. That's really okay, good, yeah. though. But you bitch, you're good. That was good, though. That's good. Okay. Bridge is my uh, married name. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, so tell us, tell us yeah. how you know what is this about for you? I know, I know you well. You know, I know that. So just tell our audience how how is this opportunity and what is this about in terms of it being a significant part of your calling and purpose as a as a female. Oh, amen. Yeah. So when I'm from a family of ten from the East Coast, um, I'm number yes. nine. And, uh, yeah, so um, uh, doing life with a lot of people, a lot of movement, a lot of uh, good home cooking, when we used to cook, uh, came with a lot of things that you just kind of did, you just grew into. And so I learned something, uh, like when I was around 25 years old, I realized that, and I just realized, I knew that I had, uh, I was becoming pretty anemic. I was pretty anemic, and I was taking iron pills and things like that. Then my father was starting to have heart attacks, and I realized that I don't know where this came from, but I know that even then, because I was just newly saved, I know right. that this was something that God wanted me to do um, because I felt like I had to save my family. Now, here I was struggling being anemic, uh, very underweight at age um, 26. I was about 97 pounds, um, wow. and that was uh, well over two decades ago. Um, wow. So I knew that I had to, it had to turn around. So right. that was the first step. Went to the YMCA, got certified as group fitness instructor, began working with other people, learning from mentors along the way, and understanding sure. from them that um, health and wellness is important. And that's a huge topic when you think about yeah. it. But at the same time, it's more like lifestyle wellness. So that's what I learned. My mentors helped me to understand the difference between working out and practicing lifestyle wellness. So it became important to me. I went back to school or I came out to California to get a degree, uh, a master's degree, which I did, had nothing to do with health and wellness. But then the Lord said, go to seminary. Uh, there was one of two seminaries in the entire world that had a coaching program. Now, this is not fitness coaching. This was coaching that deals with behavior. And I sure. said, ah, that's sure. the key. So that's where I was headed uh uh, next, um, to get certified so that I can begin to get into different arenas to A, learn more, and then B, so that I can learn to be healthier, not just for myself, but I can be a beacon of light to others to help them to finish well, to understand their bodies the way God designed them. Um, Pastor Jesse is amazing, different women, my forte or my niche is working with women um, in particular. And here are the seven things, Pastor Jesse, that come up a lot when I say, hey, hey, lady, how is your health and wellness? How are you doing with your physical activity and your healthy eating? I right. see guardedness. I see shame. Mm-hmm. I see here women that are minimally informed about what true physical activity and lifestyle wellness and healthiness is all about frustration. Um, sometimes there's overconfidence. Um, there's a, compare, a lot of comparing going on. Um, and people basically tolerating and surviving and not thriving. So what do you think, obviously, you know, I mean, if we go back to the existential optic here, it's the body. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. body. It, you know, so I, that's obvious. We're talking about something that is the only way in which we can express ourselves. And to be self-critical of it is a huge challenge for people. Right. That's true. Right? Yeah, right. Very yeah, and, and, and that's that's whether that's male or female. I, the moment that you go into the health dimension, 
all these things you're talking about come up with everybody. With men, it's just basically excuses. Man, I know, I know, I know. But the guarded, the shame, the uninformed, the frustrated, mm-hmm. you, you're being sensitive to how um, how how sensitive this issue is. So so expand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. You said so expand. Yeah. So um, because it, it it comes from the culprits and things that are not necessarily um, well uh, well see that poorly intended, but it just comes out that way. We know when we go to celebrate somebody's birthday, right? Generally, it's centered around food. When you think right. about the family and the importance of coming together and breaking bread together, as even the Bible tells us to do, unfortunately, that goes into a whole another level that sometimes people don't mean for it to go, but just based on how they were raised. And we're going to talk about that more on Saturday. But sure. one of it, I, I believe that lifestyle wellness and eating properly and moving is a family cultural thing. It's within the family. So there's seven, what I consider the seven deadly words that happens um, with people in their health and wellness um, that started within the family. We've always done it that way. We've always eaten greens this way. We We've always just got together and sit on the couch after having a good meal together. And those are not necessarily bad things, but they become a problem when they become overshadow, they overshadow things we need to be doing during that same amount of time and using that same money to buy unhealthy foods where we could buy healthier foods. So that's where some of this comes from. It's, again, not ill-intended. It just happens. So it's about undoing a lot of those thoughts and those patterns. And that's where, um, and I just want to share, we're going to talk a lot about this on, on Saturday and understanding the difference of uh, those in the helping professions with regard to physical activity and also um, um, uh, nutrition. Because we know that a fitness trainer can help you when you know what you need, you feel you need to work on, and they're going to focus on that part of your body. They're going to help you there. Where someone who might be a health and wellness coach will help you with the behavioral side. Sure. And helping you unlock. So they have to go hand in hand. It's not like one is better than the other. They're dietitians, they're nutritionists, and we're going to talk about what some of those differences are because some people don't know where to start. Like now, I what I want to do, because you, you know how they do, yeah. we got to pay bills here, unfortunately. Yeah. If I ever get, and I'm on the brink of it, if I ever get a podcast, because okay. that's really the way that you can go, because you get to talk yeah. with people uninterrupted mm-hmm. as long as you want to. And this is really sure. where people want to hear these kind of conversations. So I want to take a break. Mm-hmm. You said you had seven things. You just opened up the first one. We always do it that way. Mm-hmm. We certainly want to hear the other six and then whatever ever okay. else you have to say about it. Got to take a break. We will be right back on the Monday edition of Lifeline. If you got a question, give us a call. one 367 5329 We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back at the time, 537, on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Your host, Jesse Giston, talking with Leslie DeBridge about our um, our health fair coming up this Saturday, Healthy for God's Glory. And Leslie, you were um, enumerating seven things that you marked out that we happened to kind of collapse into as maybe 
maybe subconscious justifications for actually bad habits and therefore bad behaviors. You want to pick up on that? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Yeah. So we were talking about the saboteurs, family, friends, those closest to us that can kind of be barriers to our being well um, because we're so close to them. And when we begin to get our bodies um, in gear to change for that shift to be more healthy, we take our families along with them. And sometimes it's hard. Um, So that's one area. The other area is uh, the dangers of trends. We know there are many different diets that are out there, um, and I'll talk a little bit more about this. Um, I know one that's very popular right now is intermittent fasting, and again, there's really the only bad diet is the one that's not adhered to. Right. It really right. doesn't matter in some regard what diet it is. If you're not sure. adhering to it, it's going to cause you know cause you to change for the better. So sure. uh, you know when you think about uh, uh, intermittent fasting, well, we've been doing that for years. It's called going sure. to bed, not eating while we're sleeping, and waking right. up. Um, right. Our body takes a break. Um, so body physiology, digestive health, that's another area. Uh, where people tend not to pay a lot of attention to. We use different spices. We love to eat, which is a good thing, but we don't think about several things before we eat, which is what we're going to eat, when we eat, how we eat. Are we sitting? Are we standing? Did we just have an argument with somebody, and now we're going to sit and start eating? Um, Our digestive health takes a beating when we do things like that. There's a huge brain-gut link that's going on uh, in our systems, when we right. think about it, right? You know yourself, as just we were talking about this, how um, repeated and constant use of sugar can rewire the brain. You know, you also go, you go through all kind of withdrawals, like someone who may have had a drinking problem. Um, so digestive health is really, really um, important to focus on. I think that's uh, something that women struggle with um, a lot. Not saying that men don't, but I, these are some of the top things. The other thing I uh, just want to share quickly is the power of rest. I love it. Um, there's a book that I read called What Your Body Knows About God, How We Are Designed to Connect, Serve, and Thrive by uh, Rob Mall. And I, I love one thing that he, he has in the book because we know that there's all kind of test that's trying to prove or disprove God, (laughs) but the research is quickly accumulated. We know that our bodies down to our our very cells and our DNA are designed for spiritual experience. So someone, I believe, when someone has a deficit that's going on, hey, I don't feel well, I don't feel energetic, I I don't feel like I used to, man, I I just had a cold now, I have this, Um, that usually is a sign that spiritually something might be a little bit awry. And so, but it's a, it's a vicious cycle because you want to stay fit and well so that you can stay plugged in to your devotions, uh, your time with God, meeting at church, things like that. And if you don't, right, um, you, you get spiritually sick, but the physical sickness also can, can come along. So it's so important that we keep all of this in mind, I think, as we think about just living day-to-day life. So I'm going to address real quickly something came up in the brainstorming meeting that you shared, Pastor Jesse, about food deserts. Some may say, well, I, I, I have modest means. I don't make a lot of money. I, I live in a food desert. There's not no healthy uh, stores where I live in walking distance. 
That's where creativity comes in. God gave us a creative mind. Sure. And um, I, I'm just thinking about one thing, um, that when you think about you've got money to go to Starbucks to get a car- caramel macchiato, well, sure. the same amount of money that you would pay for that, you can get a small salad with crackers and a banana at Safeway. Um, Absolutely. But then you think about, okay, how am I going to get there? Yeah. You can you can do that, and they have on sale two for five dollar ones, a little salad. You can get that, and then um, you think about okay, well, I just don't have a way to get to healthier food stores. That's where you create a Thrive Tribe, what I call a Thrive Tribe. People who are also mindful of wanting to change their healthy habits, you meet up with a sister or brother to brother. You guys meet up, say, hey, once a month, let's go supermarket shop let's go to get some good healthy food let's do a a good healthy meal together make it fun that's a start that's a start i agree now i agree with that i I do not really Mm -hmm. buy the argument of a food desert as being a Mm -hmm. a, an existential or preeminent threat and i'll tell you why um because the way they designed our um our luxury foods Mm -hmm. uh you used uh Mm -hmm. the caramel macchiato maybe from starbucks right Yep. Well, Starbucks is in Safeway. <laughs> right. So so if you're gonna if you're gonna make right. it to Starbucks, if you're gonna make it yep. to Starbucks to spend the four dollars or five dollars for that sugary drink, uh you you, you right. all you gotta do is turn to the right. I know this for an exact for a fact. You turn to the right and there's a salad bar mm-hmm. and juxtaposition to to the coffee shop. It's yep. there. So I really don't I really I would not actually make that for me a, a thesis argument because it's going back uh-huh. to your issue of is going back to your issue of behavior. Um, if if my behavior yep. is modified in a proper way, then I'm going to overcome sure. justifiable arguments to choose this or choose that over that which is good. Absolutely, I agree with you, Pastor Jesse. And and you're you're touching on the I think one of the final pieces um, that brings us all together is so much more in between. But sure. that is the why. That is the why. I know when we're coaching, I think I may have mentioned, but anyway, when I went through the training and then sat for the very long exam to be a national board health and wellness uh, coach, um, it, it just was interesting as the one thing that came when I was in seminary and then when I, I, I took the training for that, it always got down to the why. And as believers, we are so fortunate. We're so blessed to be able to have God and yeah. his son, Jesus Christ, to be able to help us and to give us that why, that our whole lives are the why, our whole lives in terms of what we are to do with them while we are on earth, meaning to be spiritually awake, to be sober, to guard against our enemies in season and out of season, uh, whether at home gatherings or, or even alone, you know, in your own mind, and sure. to live like Jesus so that we can finish well. And that's Absolutely. our why, and at least for me it is. Well, no, no. I mean, you know, at, at the point in which we all say it's too hard, it's at that point mm-hmm. that we have to investigate the why. Um, why is yeah. it too hard? Why, why is it too hard? Uh, and, and then once right. we can uncover, you know, maybe bad behavior, uh, we can we can mm-hmm. expose them to the alternatives. And, and, and you were right that uh, our body knows God and it often knows God better than our minds. Uh, and, and of course, I mean, you, you've heard me um, over the last seven or eight years actually emphasize mm-hmm. 
the importance of resting, right? Well, that's yeah. because many of us are in that cycle of life where our bodies absolutely have to enter into communion with God in the rest mode. And you want to be able to rest healthy so that you can recover and then do your day in a healthy manner. This is why God spoke so highly about rest in his word. I'm actually going to carry that over once you and I are done uh, in in talking about relationships, because this is about Mm -hmm. being healthy for a relationship with God, as well as being healthy in all other relationships as well. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, Pastor, when we're, when we're sleeping, I know you know this, it's all about the um, beautiful, I call it the beautiful busyness that sure. God uh, provides while we're resting, that the sure. brain is actually ridding itself of toxic, toxic sure. waste and sure. the body's repairing cells, right? And we're being yep. restored in energy and releasing hormones and proteins. Yep. All of that is going on while we're resting. So when we deprive ourselves of rest, when we get less than seven hours a day of yep. rest, we're actually causing ourselves to get weaker. Yep. Because we, they, it does, the body doesn't have the time to do all the repairs from the day uh, hours before that it needs to do to prepare us for the next day. Now, so let me ask you a question. Um, yes. I know you. I knew you were. You're limited for your time, right? Yes. Okay. So this is this. I'm, I got to take a hard break here, and I just want to thank you for calling in and talking to us. Just giving us a little snippet of what really, you know, mm-hmm. will be on Saturday. Um, a really positive, productive. Uh, analysis of significant areas in which uh, we can we can begin to build our immune systems so that we can yeah. actually uh, live in a healthier way for ourselves and for God's glory and for everyone else. I just want to thank you for calling in. You were very clear yeah. as you always are. May the Lord give you uh, grace and rest over these next several days, uh, Leslie, and we will see you on Saturday. All right. Thank you, Pastor Jesse. God Thank bless. you. God bless. I'm going to take a hard break now. When we come back, we will take your phone calls if you uh, are interested in expanding on this or taking it in a different direction. one 367 5329 one is the number to reach me on this Monday edition of Lifeline. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. We are back the time 552 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. I, I hope you benefited from the conversation I had with Leslie on what we're going to be doing Saturday with our health fair and, and the many topics that really needs to be confronted by most of us. It, you know what I'm thinking about before I go to the phone lines is, uh, and I actually know this is true, and I think you do too in the back of your mind, building your immune system is a primal objective and responsibility for your life, building your immune system, figuring out who you are, what the composition of your physiology is. You you probably better also find out what the composition of your psychology is as well, because they they pour over. And as Leslie had hinted, it definitely has theological implications. I can I can assure you of that because you need God to bless you with navigating you into clarity on your own unique situation. But building your immune system, and, and here's the reason why, because 
Nothing is more helpful for your body than for your immune system, your own natural organic immune system to be operating at optimal level. Vaccines are not going to do it. Vaccines aren't going to build your immune system. It's only dealing with one sliver of an event. And, and, and quite frankly, people are still catching COVID with the vaccine. Chris Paul, the leading point guard for the Suns, is out with COVID and he just got the vaccine shot. And I could name dozens others, not only who got the vaccine, but, but died of it. So you, you, you need to be careful because people are walking around, I mean, celebrities thinking, okay, I'm not, I'm shielded now. I'm good to go. I can go outside. You still need to know if your, your immune system is compromised by all kind of other bad behaviors. You, you really do want to have a better lifestyle in that regard. You, you do want to be able to be somewhat capable of walking up a hill. You want to be able to bend over and pick up things. You want to be able to uh, uh, rest well at night. You actually want to be able to think better. I mean, thinking well, thinking freshly, thinking clearly, thinking with persistence. Like I, I have to work out because my mind is requiring the levels of oxygen content uh, and all of the other benefits that come from the nutrients, micronutrients, and my surrounding environment for me to think well and to think consistently. That's my job. This is why I love resting. For me, it's shutting my mind down and letting, as Leslie said, all of the beautiful busyness that God has required our bodies to go through when we rest, because I need to get up stronger than I did when I lay down. And, and therefore, we want to encourage you, encourage you to take your help seriously for the glory of God. Let me go to line number one, I think, and speak with Kiana in San Leandro. Kiana, are you there? Hello. Hi, Kiana. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. I like the lady that just was talking about how important um, exercise and diet is. I think a lot of people are also getting COVID because they're not eating the right foods. Agreed. Your immune system People aren't cooking at home anymore either, and they're eating a lot of processed foods. Right. I agree with that. Your immune system, yeah, you know, there's a whole lot of threads running through what happened since COVID that we know. We, We know people are sicker. Now, more sick, that's really the way to put it, than, uh, than, than before, uh, notwithstanding uh, uh, the vaccines. We know that. We know that we are not healthy. We know that we are in a war with right thinking, right feeling, and right doing. And a lot of our eating is about feeling, Kiana. Exactly. And it, this whole push for people to get the vaccine is ridiculous because I saw something on the news, I think it was yesterday or Saturday, and I want to say it was back east, and I think, I want to say Philadelphia or New Jersey somewhere, and there was a bunch of people, a bunch of um, black people with Dr. Fauci going door-to-door in black neighborhoods trying to get them vaccinated, and I'm like, are you serious? I'm just like, you really are trying to get people who don't want that poison in their bodies to get vaccinated. Right. It's and just mind boggling. I'm like, <laughs> I wish you would come to my door. When, he would well, get rebuked and a door slammed in his face. 
Well, the problem with that, too, if we were to deal with the law, is that it never should be done that way. You, that we have federal laws that say you cannot compel people. You cannot force them to, to, uh, to take vaccines without being fully informed, not only of what is expected by those vaccines, but the harm. And, and they don't want to have that conversation. And because of right. that, we recognize that there is a manipulation in the data, manipulation in the narrative. But that, too, is going to come out in weeks and months to come. That, that's going to come out. So for me, the emphasis at this time is to tell people you need to get past vaccines and get into healthy, healthy living because you're going to discover that that's not a safe, foolproof uh, shield. So no, what, what's coercion and it's manipulation and it's like you're forcing people to do something under duress too. Like they're not even like you're you're taking away people's rights to just like say no. Yeah, this is sad. Uh, we you already have been talking. Do that. It's just like there's going to be so much legal fallout for this that it's not even yeah. going to be funny because the, well, you have this second this Delta variant that they don't know anything about and then they swear up and down that somehow these current vaccines can combat that variant, which is a complete lie. Right. And that's the conversation. Two through 10 to a Delta variant, which is, could be number 25 for all we know. Right. right? And this is, well, this is where that train being on that train, it, it never ends. Logically, if you get on the Fauci train, if that Fauci trap is where people put their confidence, they're going to have to continue that regiment, vaccine after vaccine after vaccine after vaccine. And, and all of the professionals, Dr. Peter McCullough and many others, I've told them that is not the way to resolve this problem. In fact, that's only going to exacerbate it to go down that route because of the nature of viruses and their ability to mutate and outsmart um, a, a vaccination uh, process that does process that doesn't get in front of the virus. So we're dealing with a definitely uh, society that is unaware, and that's that too is going that too is going to be a problem. We got to keep folks in prayer, my sister, and also continue to think well ourselves and make sure you take care of yourself. Make sure you take are taking care of your immune system. You doing that? I am doing that. I, I, I've actually lost almost 30 pounds, and I've Look been going to the farmer's market. Uh-huh. Um, and then when I do eat out, I'm mindful of what I what I get. So, yeah. like, I'm taking – I'm not a big bread and pasta person. Okay. But if I do have bread, I have my whole wheat bread that I buy from the store. But mostly I've just been eating, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables that's raw. Yeah. Look at you. You're killing it. You're um, killing it. Listen, you're doing exactly what we all pretty. you doing. Yep. yep. And all that good stuff. So nails is long. Look, I don't need, look, I don't need the fake nails. <laughs> I don't need the fake nails. Right. All little never... vitamins, they're not breaking. I mean, they wasn't really breaking at first either, but they're a lot, you know, stronger. Right. It's remarkable how if you eat right, you see those positive manifestations in your body. There's no doubt yeah, about it. A big your part of our immune problem. System naturally. So you don't need all them drugs and stuff that they claim that you need. That's why I just be looking at people. Yeah, it's true. Listen, I got to take a hard break. I'm way overdue. Thank you for the call and the update. And bless You're you, my welcome. sister. Yep. Have a I good day. Take- 
You too, sis. I got to take a hard break. Idris, you hold on, brother. We'll get you on the other side of the break. Three lines are open. one 367 We'll be right back. This report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. San Rafael, the Miller Creek Road on-ramp to Southbound 101, a crash involving a Golden Gate Transit bus over on the right-hand shoulder. Fremont is a stall, Southbound 880, just before Maori, that blocks an unknown lane. Two-car crash being reported now in Daly City. Northbound 280, right before the uh, John daly Junipero Serra split, that's over on the right-hand shoulder. Los Altos Hills, Southbound 280, as you approach El Monte, a vehicle sitting sideways over on the right-hand shoulder. And a crash uh, northbound 160, just before the Antioch Bridge Toll Plaza, that's in the middle lane. That's traffic. I'm Michael Bennett. Now is the time to get a new job. Express Employment Professionals never charges job seekers a fee and has more than 35,000 job openings with high demand in construction, driving, logistics, and administrative jobs. Find a location near you at ExpressPros.com or on the Express Jobs app. On smart speakers and the Odyssey app. San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose. A service of Salem Media Group.